So as stated in the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord at once takes charge of surrendered soul and frees him from all reactions to sinful acts. I think you know the verse already, 1866. I hope you are taking note of all these verses, slokas, because this is good to you know, learn, because all these topics are tied to one another, one another. We are going through so many shlokas. So, you know, it is good to remember this flow and in what context shlokas are quoted and for which reason. So, that's how we also develop how to quote shlokas. Everyone, everyone of you should become pandits, you know, complete pandits. <coughs> so, abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. <coughs> I shall deliver you from all sinful reactions. Do not fear. There are many sinful reactions involved in Karmakanda activities, whereas in Jnanakanda, the path of philosophical development, the number of such sinful activities is smaller. But in devotional service to the Lord, the path of Bhakti, there is practically no chance of incurring sinful reactions because the devotee of the Lord attains all the good qualifications of the Lord Himself. What to speak of those of a Brahmana? He not only achieves the good qualities of a Brahmana, but also he achieves the good qualities of the Lord Himself. Hmm. Practically no chance of incurring sinful reactions. And if somebody is not so advanced and somehow he may does some sin, he may, he, he may do some sinful activities out of immaturity, the Lord saves him also. That is also explained, will, will be explained now. Uh, <clears throat> a devotee automatically attains the qualifications of an expert Brahmana authorized to perform sacrifices, even though the devotee may not have taken his birth in a Brahmana family. Such is the omnipotence of the Lord. This is 2.4.18. We have already seen that. Kirata Hunandra Pulinda Pulkasha. He can make a man born in a Brahman fa- Brahmana family as degraded as a low born dog eater, and he can also make a low born dog eater superior to a qualified Brahmana simply on the strength of devotional service. And that is explained in many verses, but this verse especially 7.9.10. This is Prahlad Maharaj's prayers. If a Brahmana has all twelve of the Brahmanical qualifications as they are stated in the book called Sanat Sujata, but is not a devotee, if a Brahmana has all these qualifications, but not a devotee of Krishna and is averse to the lotus feet of the Lord, he is certainly lower than a devotee who is a dog eater, but who has dedicated everything. Of course, a devotee is not a dog eater who comes from dog eating family. If he becomes devotee, he is greater than a Brahmana who is, has all the 12 qualifications of Brahmana. Uh, he's, um, that kind of Brahmana is lower than a devotee who is a dog eater but who has dedicated everything, mind, words, activities, wealth and life to the Supreme Lord. Such a devotee is better than such a Brahmana because the devotee can purify his whole family. Family means not just his immediate family members but you know generations of family members. Whereas the so-called Brahmana in a position of false prestige cannot purify even himself. This is the difference between Brahmana and Vaishnava. Even if a Brahmana is qualified, 
Oh, we are moving. Okay, wait. Since the omnipotent Lord is situated within the heart of everyone, He can give directions to His sincere devotees by which they can attain the right path. Where it is said, such directions are especially offered to the devotee even if he desires something else. Okay. Firstly, he gives the intelligence from within. 10.10 of Bhagavad Gita. Tesham satata yuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam dadami buddhi yokam tam yenamam upayantite. To those who are constantly devoted to serving me with love, I give the understanding by which they can come to me. He gives the he gives the intelligence from inside. Dadami buddhi yogam tam. I will give the buddhi. Even if he is illiterate or what, I will give him. Therefore, there is no need of another education. The Lord gives such a devotee sufficient intelligence. Okay, this is another purport. Okay. <clears throat> such directions are especially offered to the devotee even if he desires something else. This is important. Even if a devotee being immature, immature, he may ask something else, but the Lord knows how to direct him back to his, his that's, that's described, right? We have seen that verse yesterday also and other times also, but we will see again. By the way, okay, everything is going good. I just wanted to check the status of the live stream <clears throat> because in this setup, I don't have an iPad and all that. So with the iPad, I can just search the, I mean, I can display the verses on this screen and then monitor the live stream on the main laptop screen. But here I have to do everything on one screen. So sometimes I can't see the other, how the live stream is going when I'm showing all these things. So that's what is happening on my side of things. Okay, five nineteen twenty seven. Satyam arthito niranam naivarthado yat punar arthita yataha svayam vidhatte bhajatamanichatam ichapidhanam nijapada pallavam. The Supreme Personality of Godhead fulfills the material desires of a devotee who approaches him with such motives. But he does not bestow benedictions upon the devotee that will cause him to demand more benedictions again. However, the Lord willingly gives the devotee shelter at his own lotus feet, even though such a person does not aspire for it. Anichatam, but ichapidhanam. And that shelter satisfies all his desires. That is the Supreme Personality's special mercy. And we have seen this example in Dhruv Maharaj, where you can see here. 22.42 Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhilila Sthana Bhilashi Tapasisthito Ham Tvam Praptavan Deva Munindra Guhyam Kacham Vichinvan Apidevyaratnam Swamin Kritarthosmi Varam Nayache When he was being blessed by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Dhruva Maharaj said, Oh my Lord, because I was seeking an opulent material position, I was performing severe types of penance and austerity. He wanted a kingdom greater than Lord Brahma, who is the controller of the entire universe. He wanted a kingdom like that. And therefore, he, his mother said, No, you worship Vishnu, Vishnu can give everything. And he went to the forest. He, she did not even think that he would take it so seriously. He went. <coughs> 
and that too all that was fueled by envy because of his stepmother insulted him anyway that's another story but with a material desire he went to the lord and now i have gotten you who are very difficult for the great demigods saintly persons and kings to attain i was searching after a piece of glass but instead i have found a most valuable jewel therefore i am so satisfied that i do not wish to ask any benediction from you ichcha pidhanam in the beginning he was anichatham anichatham he was not really wanting the lord's lotus feet as his shelter now dhruv maharaj wanted a kingdom the entire universe under his control hiranyakashipu also wanted the same thing but they both went to different personalities to fulfill their desires ravana also wanted the same thing now hiranyakashipu went to lord brahma ravana went to lord shiva dhruv maharaj went to lord vishnu look at the difference of the results ravana was destroyed hiranyakashipu was destroyed dhruv maharaj got the mercy of the lord he became a complete devotee completely lost his anger for his stepmother and everything all the position he he did not even want it but still the lord gave him to show that if you really want and you go to the lord he can actually give you but he will give you in such a way you will never want it because he will give you even more greater thing that is a shelter at his own lotus feet demigods are attendants of karma i think there is a verse like that um we will see ಫಾಲನ್ but talking you not even about the lord just lord's devotees are actually merciful the demigods are not really merciful they will just like a businessman i mean if you go to the shop pay this whatever money and you you get the commodity what you are what you paid for so that's a business dealing it's a transaction business transaction so the demigods are like that you do the sacrifice they will give you you know in the, in the bhagavad gita also in the third chapter this is explained in the third chapter 11th verse ಪರಸ್ಪರಂಭಾವಯಂತುವಾಹಿಸ್ಪರಿಟಿಪನ್ even in ordinary way the same thing with men and demigods so they are just like businessmen i mean whatever you give according to that correspondingly you will get but sadhus if you even insult them they will even even then they will give you the um, the mercy even if you insult they don't take it very seriously and they will still be merciful uh, therefore there is this um, you know that's why in the sadhu bhushana what is sadhu bhushana the the symptoms of a sadhu 32521 of shrimad bhagavatam titikshavah karunikah that means he tolerates all kinds of blasphemy and anything 
but he still is karunika he still is merciful to the fallen souls so hrida sarvadehinam ajada satrava shanta sadhava sadhubushana the symptoms of a sadhu are that he is tolerant merciful and friendly to all living entities he has no enemies he is peaceful he abides by the scriptures and all his characteristics are sublime this is sadhu he is tolerant and what what is the limits of his tolerance themselves. This is the forbearing. This is the tolerance. This is the level of the tolerance. Not just tolerant means a little bit tolerant. After that, he become intolerant. How can you say like that to me? You know, how can you call me like that? You know, no. <laughs> you know, even the defamed, cheated, cursed, disturbed, neglected, or even killed. Hmm. We, we know Jesus. You know, he was being crucified. He was praying to the Lord. What he was praying? He did not pray. You see, I am such a great devotee. You sent me into this world, but you see what these people are doing. Such rascals these are. You know, kill them, send them to hell. No, he did not do that. What he said? Oh Lord, please forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. They do not know, you know, what they are doing. Out of their madness, they are, you know, attacking me like this. But please forgive them. Don't be angry with them. This is this is uh, tolerance of a devotee. And similarly, we have Haridas, Thakur, Prahlad, Maharaj. I mean, even Prabhupada. He was given poison, but still he was merciful. You know. So, in this way, the devotees are so merciful and still, but if you do that, try doing that to the demigods. Just like that um, Govardhan pastime. Are, every year, Nanda Maharaj was doing puja for Indra. This time, Krishna himself, Supreme Personality of God, said, no need to do puja, Indra puja. You just worship Govardhan, Govardhan puja. You worship Govardhan hill. Oh, Hindra was angry. How come? What is this? He did not even insult. Nanda Maharaj said, oh, All right, all right, okay, okay, fine. He was charmed by Krishna and he decided, but then Hindra became so angry. What is this? Hmm? Send rain. Samvartaka cloud, the cloud which comes at the time of universal devastation, he sent that cloud to pour rain on Vrindavan. And Krishna saved uh, the devotees. But you see how the demigods. Another, another. Um, um, this is just devotees. What to speak of the Lord? The Lord is also very kind. You know, Bhrigumani, he wanted to test who is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. A big discussion in Janaloka, planet, you know, uh, above this earth, Bhuloka, there is Bhuvarloka, Swargaloka, then there is a Janaloka, Mahaloka, Tapaloka, Saptiloka. So, in the Janaloka, there was an assembly of sages and they were having this big debate. Big debate. Debates go on there also. So, they have a big debate. Who is the Supreme Personality of God? Then they were arguing back and forth, back and forth. Finally, Bhrigumuni said, I, 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 will, I will decide. Okay? Let me go and test. Let me go and test them all. Then he went to Brahma. He is Brahma's son. So, actually he is the son of Brahma. Brahma is his own father. So, he went to Brahma. So, as a son as a, as a, and as an inferior person, he should bow down and you know, offer some respectful words. Right? He stayed silent. He was just looking, I don't know, he did not 
he was like just like you know <laughs> he was not just without any words you know, he just by mind he offended him brahma became so angry what is this you know you have no respect huh? you do not even bow down what is this? so he became angry uh, okay he became so angry so easily okay fine next he went to lord shiva and uh, he um, insulted him with words this time you know yeah, that whole story is there in the bhagavatam is not i'm making up the bhagavatam is there and then um, he said you know uh, uh, dirty people don't even don't even come near me what is this uh, so dirty you know you are you know all ashes all over your body on the crematorium where you are living what, what was all this you know so he, he insulted him with words in brahma's case he insulted him in, in, with mind only here with words immediately lord shiva got so angry and then he ran away from there before lord shiva could you know do the tandavan ritya and destroy him he ran away from there <coughs> then he went to lord vishnu lord vishnu was lying down and he came to lord vishnu you know, then he saw him lying down he went straight to him and kicked him on his chest then lord vishnu you know he was lying down then you know his eyes was half closed you know he was very peaceful and you know very smiling and you know, he was lying down and then he came and you know kicked him on the chest you know first mind with brahma mind with lord shiva words with vishnu with body usually we say with body mind and words we serve the lord with body mind and words he, he offended all the three personalities and each more severe than the other the previous with the mind is a little bit lesser offense words is more offense with body physical violence that is even greater and that greatest violence he showed to the greatest person so then what lord vishnu said oh i am very sorry uh, that i have missed you i did not uh, see that you were coming and i should have immediately gotten up and offered you my obeisances and um, you know i should have fallen at your feet i'm so sorry that i have not received you properly as a brahmana should be received and in this way i have set a bad example for the entire world of the not by not receiving a proper brahmana you have justly punished me you have punished me in the most beneficial manner and in fact it was your mercy that even though i was offensive to you you have put the dust of your feet on my body and and because your 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 foot has you know touched my chest therefore lakshmi always stays on my chest huh? uh, because of your foot i have become qualified uh, i have become qualified to have lakshmi on my chest and abara i am i i am i apologize to you because my chest might be too hard for your feet and it might have hurt your feet so please forgive me for that when he said like this bhrugumuni started tearing up fully the tears were flowing like anything then he you know paid his obeisances went away from there went to janalok and said stop all your debate lord vishnu is the supreme personality of god nobody can match his humility nobody can match his tolerance none of the qualities nobody can match lord vishnu is the supreme personality of god this is very nice sweet story actually <clears throat> the devotees are also very uh, merciful very forbearing very you know even if they are you know spat upon you know i think there is another verse like that right somewhere in the Uh, 11th canto hmm? okay this is rishabdev rishabdev is also showing the the symptoms of a pure devotee actually is krishna's incarnation but you know he became avadhut 
Rishabdev began to tour through cities, villages, mines, court, countrysides, valleys, gardens, military camps, cowpens and the homes of cowherd men, transient hotels, hills, forests and hermitages. Wherever he travelled, all bad elements surrounded him just as flies surround the body of an elephant coming from a forest. He was always being threatened, beaten, urinated upon and spat upon. Sometimes people threw stones, stool and dust at him and sometimes people passed foul air before him. Thus people called him many bad names and gave him a great deal of trouble. But he did not care about this, for he understood that the body is simply meant for such an end. He was situated on the spiritual platform and being in his spiritual glory, he did not care for all these material insults. In other words, he completely understood that matter and spirit are separate and he had no bodily conception. Thus, without being angry at anyone, he walked throughout the whole world alone. So, there is another 11th canto also, there is a verse, probably it is there in the comments already by now. If it is, maybe we can look at that later. Let's continue with our reading. Back to where we came from. We go into these rabbit holes of discussion of various topics. Before we come back to the actual topic. <laughs> so the Lord is so merciful. That was the whole point. As far as others are concerned, uh, the God gives sanction to the doer only at the risk of the doer. You know, uh, Man proposes, God disposes, right? We wanted to eat stool, so he, give us, he gives us the body of a pig. So, that is at our own risk. So, even the super soul, the Paramatma, he just sees the desires of the conditioned soul and he fulfills them. Just like, okay, whatever you want, fine. Okay. But, there is no good advice, nothing. Because he is not surrendering. So you can only advise somebody who is surrendering. If, you, if he is not surrendering and you advise, then prakopaya nashanta ye. He will get angry only. Upadeshohi murkhanam prakopaya nashantaya. What is that? Payapanam bhujanganam kevalam vishavardhanam. That if you give milk to a snake, it will only increase its poison. It will not do any good. So to feed, to give, similarly, it is said to give instructions to a fool. Upadeshohi murkhanam. Prakopaya nashantaye. He will not become peaceful and he will take the advice. No, he will become very, very angry on the other side. So, it is better not to instruct a fool. So, therefore, he is not instructing us. He is just waiting. When we will surrender? When we will surrender and ask for the Lord, just like today's prayer. Please, Supatha Raya Asman. Agne Naya Supatha Raya. Please show us the right path. I am now your disciple. Just like Arjuna asked. Please tell for me what is certain, what is good for me. So then, yes, he will tell. Then Krishna spoke. Until then, Krishna also did not speak. In the first chapter, he did not speak because Arjuna did not ask. But when he asked, he told everything that he did not even expect to hear. He told him karma kanda, jnana kanda. He told bhakti yoga. He expanded upon the bhakti yoga, how important it is and how it is to be performed and even showed universal form. And so many things he spoke that Arjuna did not even expect. So when we... Surrender to the Lord. He will give us more than what we even, um, you know, ask for. Because we, first of all, we don't know what to ask for. We just know that we want something, we want something good. But if that supatha, that good thing, if we ask from the Lord, He will give us the best. Not just the good. He will not leave us with the good. He will give us the best. As far as others are concerned, God gives sanction to the doer only at the risk of the doer. But in the case of a devotee, the Lord directs him in such a way that he never acts wrongly. Srimad Bhagavatam 11.5.42, which we have seen yesterday. 
स्वपादमूलम भजत प्रियस्यक्ता हरि परेश विकर्म योत्पति कथंचे धुनोति सर्वम हृदय सन्निविष्ट The Lord is so kind to the devotee who is fully surrendered to His lotus feet that even though the devotee sometimes falls into the entanglement of vikarma acts against the Vedic directions, the Lord at once rectifies such mistakes from within His heart. This is because the devotees are very dear to the Lord. And we have seen another verse also in the in this. This is from the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, quoted in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Antilila, chapter 1, text 108. Bhrityasya pashyati guru na pinaparadhan sevam managa pikritam bahudhabhyu paiti avishkaroti pishuneshva pinabhyasuyam shilena nirmalamati purushottamoyam The Supreme Personality of Godhead who is known as Purushottama, the greatest of all persons, has a pure mind. He is so gentle that even if his servant is implicated in a great offense, he does not take it very seriously. Same point. Indeed, if his servant's ren- servant renders some small service, the Lord accepts it as being very great. Even if an envious person blasphemes the Lord, the Lord never manifests anger against him. Such are his great qualities. Sometimes it seems, uh, no, this does not to be. This does not seem to be true. No, he got angry as Narasimhadev got very angry. He killed so many demons. Krishna, you know, so many demons. He got angry, right? How, how it is being said that, you know, Lord is not manifesting any anger. But you see his anger. What kind of anger is that? He killed a person, gave him liberation. You offended me? Thank you. Kill you? Give you liberation. Is that, you know, that is actually kind, right? So his anger is like that. His anger, he is only a <laughs> show of anger. But, even that is purifying. You have become my greatest enemy. Congratulations. Here, I will give you liberation. Who will, who will give like that? Oh, Putana, you came to kill me. Oh, very good. Very nice. Okay. You have offered your poison breast. Okay, I will suck it. And then, give you not only, you know, uh, not just your, you know, satisfaction from Kamsa that you will get after this, but I will give you much better than that. Why you want just Kamsa's satisfaction? No, no, you go back to the spiritual world, eternal life for you. You become my mother. Kamvadayalum sharanam vrajema. How can we take a shelter of a person more merciful than that? So the devotees also get the same qualities. Therefore, when the devotee is tortured, he still will pray for the goodwill of the, he still has goodwill for the persons who are attacking him. Even Haridas Thakur, he was beaten and beaten and beaten and beaten in 22 marketplaces. Still, he was not dying. And then, then Haridas Thakur took compassion on the people who were beating on him, beating him. Your, your hands are all uh, hurting already. And also, if if I if if nothing happens to me, uh, your your master, the king, you know, he will you know will punish you. So better, okay, I will act like I I am beaten up. Then he acted. So then only. Uh, they were saved. But of course, what happened was after the whole thing finished, the persons who beat them, everybody, all their families became destroyed. That is a reaction of Vaishnava Aparat. You know. See, the thing is, the devotee may be very willing to forgive the offender, but Krishna will never leave such a person. Amrish Maharaj was easily forgiving. In fact, 
when you know Durvasamuni was you know committed the offense and you know he was the Shudarshan Chakra was chasing him and he went to Brahma Loka, Shiva Loka and uh, first Vaik- and lastly Vaikuntha Loka also and not Narayana said no no you have to ask permission from my devotee then only the, if he allows only then the Shudarshan Chakra will leave you you know otherwise no so the law the, and when he came back he fell down at the feet of Ambarish Ambarish Maharaj was embarrassed and he was fasting for one year, this, 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 this uh, Durvasamuni was going around but uh, and chased by the Sudarshan Chakra and his back was being scorched. At that time, Ambrish Maharaj could have, uh, see, he wanted to you know, mess around with me, you know, he did not think like this. <laughs> he was so humble that he was, you know, oh, I have offended uh, Sadhu, you know, and now he, because of me, he is suffering. So, he did not eat. Are, why he should fast? Ambrish Maharaj. But he, he fasted. One year he fasted and waited for the guest to come. So, Durvasamani. When he came back, Durvasamani fell at his feet. Then he felt embarrassed. How come Sadhu is falling at my feet? Who am I after all? A worldly man, a king only in this world. You know, he was thinking like this. And of course, he prayed you know, to Sudarshan Chakra to kindly leave him. And you know, don't harm the Sadhu, you know, like this. You know, that is the devotee. Even if he is, you know, doing some, you know, offense, but devotee does not. This is the same. He acquires the Lord's qualities, not just the Brahmana's qualities, but acquires the Lord's qualities. In this mantra of Sri Ishopanishad, the devotee prays to the Lord to rectify him, rectify him from within his heart. To err is human. A conditioned soul is very often apt to commit uh, mistakes. And the only remedial measure to take against such unintentional sins is to give oneself up to the lotus feet of the Lord so that he may guide one to avoid such pitfalls. The Lord takes charge of fully surrendered souls. Thus, all problems are solved simply by surrendering oneself unto the Lord and acting in terms of his directions. We have to remember that this is unintentional sins. We should not uh, deliberately commit sin, offend the Lord or offend his pure devotee and then you know hope to give, hope to be saved from by, by the lord no that will not happen hmm. we should always pray for of course we will make mistakes but then we should pray to the lord to kindly save us and always try to perfect ourselves hmm. <clears throat> the lord takes charge of fully surrendered souls thus all problems are solved simply by surrendering oneself unto, unto the lord and acting in terms of his directions such directions are given to the sincere devotee in two ways one is by way of the saints, scriptures and spiritual master, that means Sadhu, Shastra, Guru. And the other is by way of the Lord himself who resides within the heart of everyone. Thus the devotee full, fully enlightened with Vedic knowledge is protected in all respects. How the Lord fences the devotee from fall down? He gives the Guru, he gives the Sadhu, Sadhu Sangha, he gives Shastra. And then he from within also he is protecting. From within, from without he is always protecting. That's why we cannot repay the Lord. And we cannot repeat the spiritual master. We'll see now. 11.29.6 Bhagavatam Naivo payantya pachitim kavayasta vesha Brahma yushapi kritam riddha mudasmarantaha Yontar bahista nubhritama shubham vidhunman Acharya chaitya vapusha Svagatim vyanakti Oh my Lord! Transcendental poets and experts in spiritual science could not fully express their indebtedness to you. Even if they were endowed with the prolonged lifetime of Brahma, that means even if they had a lifetime of Brahma, which is 311,040,000,000 years, 
they cannot still repay you. This is a prayer to Krishna. Why? Because for you appear in two features, externally as the Acharya and internally as a super soul to deliver the embodied living being by directing him how to come to you. That's why we cannot repay the Lord. Therefore, similarly, we cannot repay the spiritual master also. This is 4.22.47 Yairi drishi bhagavato gatiratmavada ekantato nigamibhi pratipaditanaha tushyam tvadabhrakarunaha svakritena nityam konamatat pratikaroti vinodapatram How can such persons who have rendered unlimited service you see how can such persons who have rendered unlimited service by explaining the path of self-realization in relation to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and whose explanations are given for our enlightenment with complete conviction and Vedic evidence be repaid except by folded palms containing water for their satisfaction? How can, that means, you see, such great personalities can be satisfied only by their own activities which are distributed amongst human society out of their own unlimited mercy. So nicely explained, you see. Prithu Maharaj is saying, How can such persons be repaid except by folded palms containing water for their satisfaction? Nothing we can do to repay them. Who? Those people who are the Acharya, you know, who are the devotees, who, especially the Acharya, Srila Prabhupada, who have rendered unlimited service by explaining the path of self-realization in relation to the Supreme Personality of Godhead and whose explanations are given for our enlightenment, with complete conviction and Vedic evidence, how can we repay such people? So, and in the in the <laughs> purport, Prabhupada even mentions even another thing. The word Vinoda Patram here, Vinoda Patram means hands containing water. Also, another meaning is Joker. Vinoda means uh, jo, I mean happy. Patram means one who makes other people's laugh. It's like Joker, comedian. So there it is said. So, the other meaning of this Vinodapatram, you see, the word Vinodapatram can be divided into two words, Vina and Udapatram or can be understood as one word, Vinodapatram, which means joker. So, Vina, Vina Udapatram means uh, without, uh, the, the, I mean, uh, water, Uda, Uda means, Udaka means uh, water, Uda, Udapatram. But Vinoda Patram, so in two ways, just like Niyama Agraha can be Niyama plus Agraha or Niyama plus Agraha. Niyama Agraha means to not follow the rules and regulations properly. Vinoda, uh, sorry, Niyama Agraha means too much following of the rules to the point that we forget the aim. Too much into the rules uh, that we forget the aim of the whole thing like this karma kandis they say oh you must do yajna like this you must put it like that you must put this like this you must do like that you know so many rules but why you are doing to satisfy vishnu that is lost vishnu satisfied krishna satisfaction is lost but oh you must do like that you must you know do like this you know so many rules and do's and don'ts so that is niyama agraha to be entangled in the rules and you know so much worried here but that we forget the whole aim of why we are following these rules you know some blind following so, so that similarly, this word also is Vina plus, plus Udapatram and, um, and I think that is how 
here it is. See, Vina means without. Udapatra means offering of water in cupped hands. You see, that is Vina Udapatram. So, Vinodapatram means joker. Vinoda means happy, laughter. Patram means one who one who is a person who makes other people laugh. Joker. So, a joker's activity simply arouses laughter. And a person who tries to repay the spiritual master or teacher of the transcendental message of Krishna becomes a laughing stock just like a joker because it is not possible to reach repay such a debt. You know, the best friend and benefactor of all people is one who awakens humanity to its original Krishna consciousness. <laughs> like, um, you know, if, if we want to dry up the ocean by taking out, you know, small cups or, or buckets of water and then throwing somewhere, People will laugh, right? I mean, come on, foolish, foolish person. So similarly, if one tries to repay such a person, a spiritual master, who explains, who has, what is that? That's why we, are, we sing every day morning. Chakshudan diloje, janme janme prabhushe, janme janme prabhushe. Divya Jnana Haride Prakashito Who has given us that knowledge and awakened us to Krishna Consciousness? My Guru, uh, in our case, Srila Prabhupada Janme Janme Prabhushe How many other births I may take in all those births, He is my Lord I can never completely serve Him for that I can never repay such debt hmm. Because He is saving us, I mean, what is He saving us from? If we, okay, just take If Prabhupada, we did not come in contact with Prabhupada. So, what would have happened to us? Another 155 trillion for 20 billion years of Brahma would have passed and we have still been in this material world and maybe after this destruction again, with creation again, destruction, I don't know how many trillions and billion gazillions of years we would have spent in this material world. He has saved all that in one stroke by giving us Krishna consciousness. So, how can we repay that? Where? Where is the wealth in this world that can repay that? No. Therefore, one who tries to repay, he becomes a joker. This is what is to be understood. Hmm. Vedic knowledge is transcendental and cannot be understood by mundane educational procedures. Huh? It cannot be understood by mundane educational procedures. Write one thesis and you know, do some research. No, no, no. You have to have, what is that? One can understand the Vedic mantras only by the grace of the Lord and the spiritual master. Svetashvata Upanishad 6.23 says, Yasya deve parabhaktir yatha deve tatha gurav tasyaisha kathita hyartha prakashante mahatmanaha tasyaite tasyaite kathita hyartha prakashante mahatmanaha only then we will know. If one takes shelter of a bona fide spiritual master, it is to be understood that he has obtained the grace of the Lord. So, unless we get the mercy of unflinching faith, if we have in Srila Prabhupada and Krishna, then only we can understand what is Vedas. We first have to have unflinching faith in the Guru, the proper Guru, bona fide Guru. Otherwise, we cannot understand the Vedas. Uh, the Lord appears as a spiritual master for the devotee. It's explained in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Adalila, first chapter. Thus, the spiritual master, the Vedic injunctions, and the Lord Himself from within all guide the devotee in full strength. Full strength. The Lord 
the spiritual master, the Vedic injunctions and the Lord himself from within all guide the devotee in full strength. In this way, there is no chance for a devotee to fall again into the mire of material illusion. The devotee thus protected all around is sure to reach the ultimate destination of perfection. The entire process is hinted at hinted at in this mantra and the Srimad Bhagavatam 1.2.17-20 explains it further. Now you see how the Lord is protecting us in this process of devotional service in so many ways whereas the person who is doing Karmakanda is not protected and even a slight mistake completely gives him the opposite result like that King Nirga. So, therefore this is the most auspicious path Supatha um, what is that? Raja Vidya Raja Guhyam Pavitramidam Uttamam Pratyakshavagamam Dharmyam Susukham Kartumavyayam It's most auspicious. 9.2 of Bhagavad Gita. Now, he is translating this 1.2.17 through 20 of Bhagavatam here. Hearing and chanting the glories of the Lord is itself an act of piety. Not just material piety, spiritual piety. Hmm. The Lord wants, that is called Srinvata Svakatha Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana. That is the word, that is the verse that is being translated here. Hmm. The Lord wants everyone to hear and chant His glories. The Lord wants everyone to hear and chant His glories. Because He is the well-wisher of all living entities. By hearing and chanting the glories of the Lord, one becomes cleansed of all undesirable things and then one's devotion becomes fixed upon the Lord. Okay, we'll come back here. There's one verse. By hearing and chanting and remembering, right? You see this. Just few verses prior to this. Tasmadekena manasa bhagavan satvatam patihi shrotavya kirti tavyascha dhyeya pujascha nityada. Srimad Bhagavatam 1.2.14. Therefore, with one pointed attention, one should constantly hear about, glorify, remember, and worship the personality of Godhead who is the protector of the devotees. So, going back. So by hearing and chanting the glories of the Lord, one becomes cleansed of all undesirable things and then one's devotion becomes fixed upon the Lord. Tasmat ekena manasa. Javasayatmika buddhir ekeha kurunandana. Bhaktyaham ekaya grahya. By hearing and chanting... Okay, we have read that. At this stage, the devotee acquires the Brahmanical qualifications and the effects of the lower modes of nature, passion and ignorance completely vanish. Tadarajastamo bhava. Kamalo satve The devotee becomes fully enlightened by virtue of his devotional service and thus he comes to know the path of the Lord. Evam prasanna manaso bhagavad bhakti yogataha bhagavad tattva vijnanam mukta sangasya jayate Comes to the path, what is that? He thus comes to know the path of the Lord and the way to attain him. As all doubts diminish, he becomes a pure devotee. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports to Sri Ishopanishad the knowledge that brings one nearer to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna. So that brings us to the end of Sri Ishopanishad. Now we will take questions.
thank you all for staying for so long we'll quickly go through all the questions we have many questions we will have to really be very fast at this <laughs> so bhakta virendra <clears throat> question hari krishna prabhu ji what is the importance of initiation in devotee's life what is the destination of practicing krishna consciousness sorry what is the destination of practicing krishna conscious uninitiated devotees after death since they are unable to get initiated in their lifetime what happens of initiated devotee who falls from bhakti as he has been initiated from his guru as compared to uninitiated devotee who are also following bhakti yoga so it is said that if we don't take initiation we can go into animal life <clears throat> initiation is very necessary um the formality of initiation is also necessary and of course the spirit of initiation is also necessary because <clears throat> both have to be there just the formality of if if the spirit of initiation what is the spirit of initiation the surrender diksha kale bhakta kare atma samarpan chaitanya mahaprabhu said so diksha kale diksha kale at the time of initiation the devotee he gives his self very self to the lord uh, and to the pradvidhi pranipatena pariprashnena seva so he is <clears throat> i think this so many screens are confusing right we'll just get rid of this for the while, for a while so you see how um diksha kale bhakta kare atma samarpan just like arjuna did atma samarpan today's verse also please i am now your disciple please show me the right path supatha agnena supatha raya asman asman so in this way show me the right path so this is devotee yeah. so that is the spirit of initiation and if one is actually sincere in following the instructions of the spiritual master then that is actually initiation there is a real initiation but then if he accepts the if he accepts the initiation he should also take it formally just like prabhupada said when he met bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur for the first time in 1922 and when he saw that bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur was the right man and and in his hands the movement of chaitanya mahaprabhu will spread far and wide he had this conviction at the time at the time he already surrendered to the will of and bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur mind you he asked him at the time that please preach this krishna consciousness movement in the western world english speaking world that first day when they met already the order was there <clears throat> and he took that order to his heart and that already was the initiation but still he took the formal initiation the means if we accept the spirit of initiation we should also accept the formality of initiation that was given by shri prabhupada so both are important so if we have only the spirit of initiation but we are reluctant to take the formal initiation that means something is wrong again that means in the spirit also we are something is lacking we should otherwise why prabhupada instituted the whole initiation system you know and particularly at the time when you no longer with us you know how initiation should be conducted and he gave us the whole process the ritvik system so we have to follow that <clears throat> now um what if the other the other side the other extreme is one is very eager to you know take initiation in, uh, in the formality you know i want to set the fire i want to get the new name i want to get all that blessing you know but then i am not interested in following the instructions you know i don't take the whole thing seriously and i don't behave well with the devotees i don't take any guidance and i just do what i want that is useless that is absolutely useless so both must be there the, the spirit of initiation <clears throat> and also the formality both have to be there otherwise we have we will you know we will go down into the animal life like prabhupada said before a person comes to krishna consciousness he is a third class person 
when he becomes krishna conscious when he becomes krishna conscious he becomes a first class person but after becoming krishna conscious if he leaves the process he becomes fifth class person <laughs> of course whatever is done is you know is to his permanent credit but it is foolish right to come at the to the highest point and then leave it you know he's worse than a person who doesn't know about it right so um, whether one takes initiation and falls down after that and you know of course if he has done something about devotional service that whatever he has done will be his permanent asset so in the future when his offenses are you know um, accounted for and they are they are punished for and he's he learns he's made to learn his lessons then again he's given a chance to come back into devotional life whether i mean even we we are into this devotional life maybe last life you know we we made some offenses and because of that we did not continue and then the lord is giving us a chance to continue in this life you never know how we how many offenses we did even now we are constantly you know offending at least i am i am offending constant offender so we have to always uh, be careful about that all right <clears throat> what is the importance of initiation absolutely important without that it is not even human life uh, it's animal life for the uninitiated it's great risk in fact there is uh, you know it's it's very very difficult that he can make any progress and um, what happens of initiated devotee who falls from bhakti he is better than the uninitiated who who never takes to bhakti yoga at all but if he is already taking to bhakti yoga principles but he is not initiated and a person who takes initiation and after that he doesn't follow it is a, it is the same the initiation is valid if one does this atmak atma samarpan he has to surrender to the process that is initiation it is the vow if he breaks the vow the contract is broken it, the, the spiritual master is not obliged to save us if we break the vow but sometimes the spiritual master is very kind and he still follows the you know fallen soul and then tries to deliver him but we can't you know depend like that we should do our part we should we should follow properly next <clears throat> um bhakta venkatesh prabhu so why brahmanas maintain cows in those days generally by vaishyas right yes so brahmanas also they have vaishyas under them um and they take care of the cows so not that how can they milk 13000 cows and all these things or even how many of the cows they have so sometimes they one two cows you know easy to maintain sometimes they have servants or helpers who will maintain and some of them are vaishyas they'll take care of them you know like this and other shudras they help in you know assisting the other, other the other three classes so they have people you know uh, maintaining these cows next uh, bhakta virendra in kaliyuga are all all are shudras then how can one recognize a true brahmana true kshatriya and true vaishya as per his occupation so wherever there is yasya lakshanam proktam wherever there is lakshana pumso varnabhi vyanjakam yad anyatra pidrishyata tatena eva vinirdishet bhagavatam 7.11.35 narad muni is saying that according to his um um even if he ha- if he is born in another uh, family another kind of family but if he has the aptitude or or attitude of a person in a brahmana family he should be considered a brahmana if kshatriya if he has attitude of a kshatriya qualifications of a kshatriya then he is to be uh, identified as a kshatriya similarly vaishya shudra according to qualifications so yes everybody is shudra because everybody is not exposed to the spiritual knowledge therefore we all shudra but if there is a slight inclination towards brahmanical life according to pancharatra vidhi he can be accepted kamsam rasavidhanatah this is explained 
we'll go there just I'll show you one verse Srila Sanatana Goswami said this Hari Bhakti Vilas Yatha Kanchana Tamyate Kamsyam Rasavidhanataha Tatha Diksha Vidhanena Dvijatvam Jayate Niranam as bell metal when mixed with mercury is transformed into gold a person even though not golden pure can be transformed into a brahmana or dvija simply by the initiation process so of course it also involves the training you know initiation is not just a ceremony initiation involves the whole process of first puraschaya initial purification by chanting for 6 months and you know following the you know reading books and attending the classes engaging in services this is puraschaya initial purification then if he is steady in his vows then okay he is initiated then after that still the con- training continues that is just the beginning of the actual training until then it was like a probation period and then actual training starts and, you know in this way that whole thing is called diksha that whole process understand so as bell metal which is not even gold it can be turned into gold by this alchemical alchemic process actually how it can be turned into gold with mercury when mixed with mercury Prabhupada explained this. So the yogis they used to um, ingest mercury. They used to take mercury. Actually, if ordinarily we take, we die. Mercury intake is poisonous. But they could use this. They could do this like that. They take mercury overnight, and then they take water, and in the morning they urinate. In the urine, the mercury comes out, and they urinate on the bell metal, and it will become gold. This is alchemic process, but it requires a lot of tapasya and all these things. So, um, so that is actual process. So, there is a process by making a bell metal, which is like an ordinary metal, into gold. So, similarly, an ordinary person, not so, nothing pure about him, but he can be turned into a, a brahmana you know, or a higher caste by the initiation process. <clears throat> Next, um, Bhakta Virendra again. How does chanting detach the mind when the mind itself wanders while chanting? So the whole point is to not detach the mind, it is to make it attached to Krishna. So now it is attached, it is also, as Krishna, Prabhupada said, mind is always thinking of something. That something has to be Krishna and that is perfection. So because the mind is always thinking, so that all subject matters should be Krishna related and then wherever the mind thinks, it will be Krishna conscious. So of course while chanting, by thinking about, I mean just by hearing the holy name. So it is not to detach the mind. So, it is always to bring you under control all the way. I think I already answered that yesterday as well. Next question by Krishna Smaranam Prabhu. Um, Lust is described to be located in the mind and senses. Uh, It burns like fire and is never satisfied. How is it possible to subdue this lust in the progress towards mukti? So, the process is devotional service. The lust means the desire to satisfy one's own senses. So, that has to be transformed to the desire to satisfy Krishna's senses. That is the only process that is explained in this verse. Yeah. Madhilila 22.16 Kama dinam katina katidha palita durni deshas tesham jata mayina karunat natrapano pashanti utsrajyaita natayadupate sampratam labdha buddhes Tvamaya Dasye. 
Oh my Lord, there is no limit to the unwanted orders of lusty desires. This is karma. Although I have rendered these desires so much service, they have not shown any mercy to me. I have not even been ashamed to serve them, nor have I even desired to give them up. Oh my Lord, O oh head of the Yadu dynasty, recently, however, my intelligence has been awakened and now I am giving them up. Due to transcendental intelligence, I now refuse to obey the unwanted orders of these desires and I now come to you to surrender myself at your fearless lotus feet. Kindly engage me in your personal service and save me. So, the transcendental intelligence, how it is awakened? By transcendental knowledge. Chakshudan deloche janme janme prabhushe divya gyan hrde prakashito. Then, because of the transcendental intelligence, then one can get the strength to refuse to obey the order, unwanted orders of these desires and surrender to Krishna. That is the process. Next, another question by Krishna Smaranam Prabhu again. Mind can become the best of friend and at the same time can act as worse to than me. Can you please elaborate? Yeah, so the, when the mind is under control, when it is under Krishna's service, that is the best of friends. And when the mind is not, it is the worst of enemies. 6.5 of Bhagavad Gita. Uddhared Atman Atmanam Natmanam Mavasadayet Atmaiva Hyatman Obandhur Atmaiva Ripuratmanaha. One must deliver himself with the help of his mind and not degrade himself. The mind is a friend of the conditioned soul and his enemy as well. Bandhur Atmatmanastasya Yenatmaivatmanajitaha Anatmanastu Shatrutve Vartat Atmaiva Shatruvat. For him who has conquered the mind, the mind is the best of friends. But one who has failed to do so, his mind will remain the greatest enemy. And how to conquer this mind now? 5.11.17 Bhratravyamenam tadadabhraviryam upekshayadhyedhitam apramattaha gurorhareshcharana opasanastro jahivyalikam svayamatmamosham this uncontrolled mind is the greatest enemy of the living entity. If one neglects it or gives it a chance, it will become more and more powerful and will become victorious. That will, will become completely failure. When the mind becomes victorious, we are a failure. When we become victorious, the mind will become failure. In Failure in the sense, the lust. The mind will then become our, under our subjugation. Then it acts as a friend. And then actually the mind will become winner also. By losing spiritually, you will become winner. I mean, by subjugation. Just like Prabhupada, he lost an argument to Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur. He said, no, we must get independence first, then only we should preach. No, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, no, we must preach. Independence is, nobody is independent, that is an illusion. Everybody is dependent on the laws of nature. Oh, then he understood his mistake. So, that, but that defeat was actually a great blessing, right? So, in spiritual life, if one becomes subjugated under the um, spiritual master and devotees, then one becomes very exalted. So, if the mind therefore becomes under subjugation, if, if we can defeat the mind's propensity to lord it over us, that is called Goswami. He defeated the mind. But then the mind becomes his servant. Uh, until then, the mind is trying to be the master. And defeat the mind, then the mind becomes servant. How to defeat? If one neglects it or gives it a chance, it will become grow more and more powerful and become victorious. Although it is not factual, it is very strong. It covers the constitutional position of the soul. O king, please try to conquer this mind by the weapon of service to the lotus feet of the spiritual master and of the supreme personality of Godhead. Do this with great care. This is the method how to make our friend, uh, our mind, our friend. Not friend on equal level. Under subjugation. 
then it will work for our cooperation, work in cooperation with us. That is called Goswami. He is controller of the senses, not his friend with the senses. No. Controller of the senses. Then the work, then the senses will act as the friend. But that can only be achieved if one is one himself becomes a servant of Krishna under the guidance of spiritual master. And weapon of service to the lotus feet of spiritual master and of the supreme personality of Godhead. I think there's another verse, one second. I will just show you this. Um, No. No, no, not this. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. This also 71445, 71545. There's another verse. We have to rise above the ignorance to by going to the mode of passion and by we have to rise the, from the mode of passion and go to the mode of goodness and from goodness we have to, you know, climb above. But all that is achievable when one becomes a devote. I mean, when one serves the guru. Is it seven fifteen twenty five? Yes, seven fifteen twenty five of Srimad Bhagavatam. Rajas tamascha satvena satvam chopasamena cha etat sarvam gurau bhaktya purusho hyanjasa jayet. One must conquer the modes of passion and ignorance by developing the mode of goodness, and then one must become detached from the mode of goodness by promoting oneself to the platform of Suddha Sattva. All this can be automatically done if one engages in the service of the spiritual master with faith and devotion. In this way, one can conquer the influence of the modes of material nature. And one, for one who does not do this, yasya sakshat bhagavati jnana deepa prade gurav martya sadhe sarvam The spiritual master should be considered to be the directly the supreme lord because he gives transcendental knowledge for enlightenment. Consequently, for one who maintains the material conception that the spiritual master is an ordinary human being, everything is frustrated. His enlightenment and his Vedic studies and knowledge are like the bathing of an elephant. So, and let's go to that last 45, yeah. Yavan nirkaya rathamatma vashopakalpam dhatte garishtha charanar as long as one has to accept a material body with its different parts and paraphernalia which are not fully under one's control, one must have the lotus feet of his superiors, namely his spiritual master and the spiritual master's predecessors. By their mercy, one can sharpen the sword of knowledge and with the power of the Supreme Personality of God, His mercy, one must then conquer the enemies mentioned above, which are lust, anger, greed and all these things. In this way, the devotee should be able to merge into his own transcendental bliss and then may, he may give up his body and resume his spiritual identity. Alright, so that is that. Bhakta Virendra, Bhagavad Gita 12th chapter enumerates 27 qualities of Vaishnava. 
are these qualities exceed brahmanical qualities yeah he has so many qualities 26 qualities it is said 27 bhagavad gita chapter 12 there is 26 qualities that are enumerated as qualities of devotees in uh, nectar of devotion so yeah he has more qualities than a brahmana then <coughs> Okay, next, um, <clears throat> Krishna Smaranam Prabhu. Uh, one of the qualities of a qualified Brahmana or Vaishnava is to have full control over his senses, but now we see so many gurus in his con falling down because of uncontrolled senses. So, what type of situation is this? So, this situation is called, there is one word called C H E A T I N G, it's called cheating. <laughs> so, that is the situation. So, such a person actually cannot be called Guru, is called Laghu, very flimsy as we have seen yesterday, 11.5.5 purport. Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur is calling such people as flimsy and Laghu, not Guru. Guru means heavy. You remember that? Yesterday we have seen that. 11.5.5, you see As confirmed in this world by the word Mohyanti, they fall into darkness of ignorance. Sometimes such pompous persons even present themselves as gurus. However, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur has pointed out that they are actually laghu or flimsy rather than guru or heavy with Vedic knowledge. It is one's ultimate duty to oneself and to the personality of Godhead to give up all materialistic activities characterized by karma and jnana and surrender fully at the lotus feet of the Lord. Only the most unfortunate person will consider that there is a higher pleasure than ecstatic surrender at the lotus feet of Gokulana and the personality of Godhead. They, wanted, they want a pleasure by becoming gurus. They think this is more than complete surrender to Krishna or Prabhupada. If you just surrender to Prabhupada, that is so blissful, being Ritvik, right? Like as Prabhupada wanted. But they think there is a happiness higher than that. They want to become guru. They are called laghu, flimsy. Flimsy person will fall down, right? Flimsy, clumsy. You know, these people will fall down. Guru, he doesn't fall down. He doesn't fall down even with his eyes closed, that is Guru. Yanasthaya naro rajan na pramadhyeta karhichit dhavan nimilya vanetre naskhalen napate diha O king, one who accepts this process of devotional service to the Supreme Personality of Godhead will never blunder on his path in his world. Even while running with his eyes closed, he will never trip or fall. <laughs> that is real Guru. Uh, who has fully taken to the path of devotional service and he is teaching others also devotional service. He will never blunder on his path in this world. Even while running with his eyes closed. Dhavan nimilya varnetre. Nimilya means closed. Unmilitam. You know, agyanati mira, om agyanati mirandasya gyananjana shalakya. Chakshur unmilitam. Unmilitam means open our eyes. Nimilya means closed. With his eyes closed, he will run. Dhavan means to run. He will not. Naskhalen napate diva. Naskhalen means he will never trip, he will never fall. But these people are falling, that's, that's flimsy and clumsy. That's not guru, that's laghu, flimsy. Next question. By Bhakta Virendra. When Krishna ascended to spiritual abode, jnana and vairagya knowledge and renunciation went along with him and bhakti appeared in the form of Srimad Bhagavatam on the material world. Kindly explain. Quite evident, right? 
so krishna has gone with the dharma but he has left the bhagavatam for the dharma samsthapanarthaya right he came for dharma samsthapanarthaya to establish dharma so not only for the time period that he is there on the planet but no for the for future actually there is a nice verse i wanted to show but good that you asked this question so let's see if this is the one no no 11166 the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna is the reservoir of all beauty. All beautiful things emanate from Him and His personal form is so attractive that it steals the eyes away from all other objects, which then seem devoid of beauty in comparison to Him. When Lord Krishna was on the earth, He attracted the eyes of all people. When Krishna spoke, His words attracted the minds of all who remembered them. By seeing the footsteps of Lord Krishna, people became attracted to Him and thus they wanted to offer their bodily activities to the Lord as His followers. In this way, Krishna very easily spread His glories, which are sung throughout the world by the most sublime and essential Vedic verses. Now, Lord Krishna considered that simply by hearing and chanting these, those glories, conditioned souls born in the future would cross beyond the darkness of ignorance. Being satisfied with this arrangement, He left for His desired destination. He was satisfied that all these activities that he has performed will be heard and chanted in the future. Means this, this book Bhagavatam will reveal this to the Purana Arko Dhanodita. It will Purana Arka. Uh, it will be the, like the sun. It will, it will show the path to everybody. What is in the Bhagavatam? All his pastimes. Being satisfied with this arrangement, he left for his desired destination. So he left his this world not without any plan for the future, complete plan, completely satisfied with the plan and then he left. <clears throat> so next, um, by Bhakta Vedendra again, I have memorized Ishopanishad and Bhagavad Gita verses and recite them every day. Will it give me spiritual benefit and will lead me to devotion to, unto Krishna? Yeah, we must follow also. Memorizing is one aspect. So you have memorized all 700 verses, that is very good. All 700 verses, that is very good, that is quite an accomplishment. But we should not be proud of that. We should not be proud of that. I will show you one verse. This is in 11, 11, 34 and 34 through 41. There is this um, exact, there's so it's eight verses together, but I just wanted to show you that one part. Aparikirtanam, Aparikirtanam. Just search. Not advertising. Kritasya parikirtanam. 
one should not advertise one's devotional activities. So, it is good, we have learnt, but we should not be proud of that learning and we should always remember that only by the grace of the Lord we were able to remember, but then we have to put it into practice. Hmm. We have to put it into practice, that is the most important thing. Hmm. Next. Um, Krishna Smaranam Prabhu. In the definition of humility, a disciple is always ready to follow and glorify his Guru, which are the secrets of spiritual advancement. What type of disciple would not want to do these things? Those who are in the Kanishta Adhikari and especially those who are not sincere. You know, those in the mode of passion and ignorance, those who are not rising to the mode of goodness because they are not following the rules and regulations set by the spiritual master and not being careful to weed out all the unnecessary you know, creepers, uh, unnecessary weeds, if one does not take care to you know, uh, weed out all these things, it will, it will grow, you know, what, what are the weeds, um, 19159, right, of Chaitanya Charitamrita, yeah, Madhya Leela, Nishiddha Jiva Himsana, Labha Puja Pratishthadiyato Upashakagan, some unnecessary creepers growing in within, growing with the bhakti creeper are the creepers of behavior unacceptable for those atta- trying to attain perfection. Diplomatic behavior, animal killing, mundane profiteering, mundane adoration and mundane importance. All these are unwanted creepers. So as we become more and more progressive, there will be more and more things that we can become proud of. And that will become the cause of our fall. And so all these creepers have to be, I mean weeds have to be taken out, removed. <clears throat> so if one does not take care to remove those weeds, then those weeds will overpower the devotional creeper and then one becomes, he does not want to serve the Guru, he, does, he becomes antagonistic, everything. Next, um, Bhaktinan Ajanya. Can you please say the verse number at least two times? It will be helpful to note in my book. You are mentioning the verse number rapidly and the font size of the letters are very small and can't see the verse number on screen. Well, now three hours into the... <laughs> it will take even longer then. No, you can... I mean, there are words are there, right? You can see that. I don't think it's so small. You can see the number, right? Yeah, I think. Is it too small? Maybe. 19.159. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, we will try. Um, next question by Bhakta Venkatesh. By this story of Brigumuni, I heard for long, Lord Venkateshwara to appear in this world. Is this true? Even in TTD also, officially they tell this for Lord to appear. Um, I don't... Actually, I'm not very... I don't know the exact story of the appearance of uh, Lord Venkateshwara. <laughs> the irony is that I come from that place, Andhra Pradesh, and then I don't even know the story properly. Um, I need to read up myself. So, I can't comment on this because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, the, the verse on tolerance. Oh, yes. Yeah. 11.22.58 The tolerance of the devotees. Kshipto vamanito sadbhihi pralabdho suyato thava taditaha sannirudho va vritya va parihapitaha Nishthyuto murtrito vagnyair bahudhaivam prakampitaha 
ಶ್ರೇಯಸ್ಕಾಮಕೃಗತ ಆತ್ಮನಾತ್ಮನಮುದ್ಧರೇತ್ ಈವನ್ ದೋ ನೆಗ್ಲೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ಸಲ್ಟೆಡ್ ರಿಡಿಕ್ಯೂಲ್ಡ್ ಆರ್ ಎನ್ವೀಡ್ ಬೈ ಬ್ಯಾಡ್ ಮ್ಯಾನ್ ಆರ್ ಈವನ್ ದೋ ರಿಪೀಟೆಡ್ಲಿ ಆಜಿಟೇಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಬೀಂಗ್ ಬೀಟನ್ ಟೈಡ್ ಅಪ್ ಆರ್ ಡಿಪ್ರೈವ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ಒನ್ಸ್ ಆಕ್ಯುಪೇಷನ್ ಸ್ಪ್ಯಾಟ್ ಅಪಾನ್ ಆರ್ ಪೊಲ್ಯೂಟೆಡ್ ವಿತ್ ಯೂರಿನ್ ಬೈ ಇಗ್ನೋರೆಂಟ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ಡಿಸೈರ್ಸ್ ದ ಹೈಯೆಸ್ಟ್ ಗೋಲ್ ಇನ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಶುಡ್ ಇನ್ಸ್ಪೈರ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ದೀಸ್ ಡಿಫಿಕಲ್ಟೀಸ್ ಯೂಸ್ ಹೀಸ್ ಇಂಟೆಲಿಜೆನ್ಸ್ ಟು ಕೀಪ್ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಸೇಫ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಲ್ ಪ್ಲಾಟ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ There is a similar verse in the Mukundamala Stotra, 42nd verse. Chittam naiva nivartate kshanam api Shri Krishna padambujan Nindandu priyabandhava gurujana Ghrinandu ghrinandu munchantu va Durvadam parighoshayandu manuja Vamshekalankostu va Tadruk premadharanu ragamaduna Mattayamanam tume my mind cannot turn from shri krishna's lotus feet even for a moment so let my dear ones and other relatives criticize me my superiors accept me accept or reject me as they like the common people spread evil gossip about me and my family's reputation be sullied for a madman like me it is honor enough to feel this flood of love of godhead which brings such sweet emotions of attraction for my lord very nice right next we have question from sanjay sukhdev where does dharma resides in this age of kali kali kale nama rupe krishna avatar so krishna has descended in the form of this holy name and <clears throat> this uh, kaliyuga dharma harinama sankirtana krishna shakti vina nahitar pravartan kaliyuga dharma krishna nama sankirtan so the um, dharma resides in kaliyuga in the sankirtan yagya so the congregational chanting of the holy names sankirtan means not just congregational chanting of the holy names only but also this what we are doing now this is also shravanam kirtanam we are hearing about so about krishna so this is also sankirtan so this um you know this is called, this is where dharma resides actually uh, narayan himself says to narada naham tishthami vaikunthe yogi naam hridaye shuva ತತ್ರ ತಿಷ್ಠಾಮಿ ನಾರದ ಯತ್ರ ಗಾಯಂತಿ ಮದ್ಭಕ್ತ ಸೊ ಐ ಆಮ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವೈಕುಂಠ ಆರ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಟೆಂಪಲ್ ಆರ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಯೋಗೀಸ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಪ್ಲೇಸ್ ವೇರ್ ದ ವೇರ್ ಮೈ ಡಿವೋಟೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ಗ್ಲೋರಿಫೈಂಗ್ ಮೀ ಐ ಆಮ್ ದೇರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವೇರ್ ಎವರ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಇಸ್ ದೇರ್ ವೇದೋ ನಾರಾಯಣ ಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ ಧರ್ಮಂ ತು ಸಾಕ್ಷಾತ್ ಭಗವತ್ ಪ್ರಣೀತಂ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ಧರ್ಮ ವೇರ್ ಎವರ್ ದ ಲಾಡ್ ಇಸ್ ದೇರ್ ದೇರ್ ಇಸ್ ಧರ್ಮ ಎನಿ ಧರ್ಮ ವಿಚ್ ವಿ ಥಿಂಕ್ ದೇರ್ ಈಸ್ ವಿತೌಟ್ ದ ಕಾನ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಗಾಡ್ that is adharma that's why krishna says sarvadharman parityajya mamekam sharanam brad if you thought anything else was dharma give up all that surrender unto me so when one surrenders and one glorifies krishna there is dharma next uh, krishna smaranam prabhu question shri prabhupa said that i will prefer to go to the parikrama and be killed by ram instead of staying back to be killed by ravan why do you think why does he think that some of his disciples poison him yeah so that's why he said ravan referring to them so this is the this is the quote that ramayan marichi maricha that demon said cuz ravan asked him to go in the form of a deer and he said no 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 i will not go ram will kill me uh, if you will not go then i will kill you then then marichi said oh i have to kill, i have to be killed now my death is certain better to be killed by ram than ravan so i will go and become the deer and then i will go and be killed by ram so prabhu quoted that <coughs> um 
because you know in the in the final days you know he wanted to go on a govardhan parikram on a bullock cart so he said tamal krishna said no you are too fragile you know you will die if you go like that and prabhupada said it is better to be killed by ram than ravan you know i have to be killed by ram or ravan i better to be killed by ram so he said that so otherwise you will have to be killed by the ravan who all the people you know around him so he suddenly pointed to the poisoning anyway not only that poisoning you know the movement is still being poisoned it is not that the poisoning was done in 1977 and finished it is still fully poisoned the whole movement is poisoned that has to be removed that is our mission we have to all come together dedicate ourselves uh, and push this mission of prabhupad where this poison has to be removed from the movement prabhupad said iskon is my body right so that body is still being poisoned by the by not following the instructions so our take on po- on this poison issue is that it was not just a one off issue it is just the poisoning has been going on for the past 40 years or now something like that so ever since prabhupad left this poisoning has been going on still so it has to be completely eradicated then um what is it question regarding this verse 7.12.9 sometimes there is a constant association when carrying out krishna conscious activities and affection inevitably develops is it all right to cultivate such platonic loving relation friendship with persons of non marriageable age i have seen many instances of this but perhaps one should not regard it to be incorrect when doing service yeah we may have to you know deal with sometimes mataji sometimes prabhus so yeah keep it to the point where it is of about service and not more than that so then it's fine that's why it is said we should use i mean communicate for important reasons more than that one will become entangled then you know so sometimes it also happens you know prabhu he prabhu told shrutakirti his personal servant shrutakirti or was it one of his disciples i think shrutakirti so he told him don't go to the kitchen and then at one point for some reason he had to go to the kitchen and then he he liked one mataji there and he got married with that mataji and finished of course not finished i mean it continued <coughs> but you know the kind of things may happen the next question um brajakishore prabhu a technical doubt regarding the sandhi rule of sanskrit why is this rule of sandhi not applicable in the last line of today's verse with the meaning with the words namaha and uktim uh it is is it not supposed to be become namoktim nama uktim vidhema it is i think it is namaha right in the word to word meaning mm if it is namaha ah uh, it is namaha namaha uktim becomes nama uktim i have seen this namaha becomes but it is if it is nama plus uktim then nama uktim but here it is not uh, like that but you know what i don't really know <laughs> i am not an expert in sanskrit sometimes I, f- i i see some rules which i don't really understand but i just accept them as they are and maybe if we see a pattern more often then we will kind of get the idea 
and whatever i learned about sanskrit is just looking at patterns basically so if we if you see that pattern observing i mean if you see the pattern repeatedly then you will know okay this is the rule that's that's what i can say i'm not a sanskrit expert um next question um ayappa prabhu bhakta ayappa prabhu sometimes while using social media for association with and lot service uh, ads and other things are trying to deviate us from krishna consciousness please let me know how to manage it so when we are doing devotional service on social media you know then ads they deviate us from krishna consciousness please let me know how to manage it so that's what is hanuman's example in the lanka he was searching for the most beautiful woman he was a brahmachari and being a mon- monkey is you know how lusty usually a monkey is he has already always 20 monkeys around him she monkeys so monkey is far more lusty than every 15 minutes or something he is having sex you know monkey so for a monkey to become a brahmachari is even difficult more difficult than for a human being to become a brahmachari uh, so monk for monkey to become a brahmachari and here was a monkey and he was looking for the most beautiful woman in the universe and he was completely undisturbed so because his thing was he was focused on the service of the lord so basically that is the whole thing we have to pray to the lord to give us strength to always be focused in the service that's all we can do we can ask for prayer you know we can pray to the lord every time we see this attraction we just have to pray to the lord next um by bhakta ayappa does initiation give any effect from the next day of the ceremony i'm always aspiring but sometimes i think i'm not worth of it you want what some electric shock you know some you know some lightning some enlightenment and is that what you're expecting from what happens after initiation if you, if you are then that's not what what's going to happen but <laughs> the main thing is our surrender and then the whole thing depends i have seen some people they got initiated next day they became antagonistic and left the movement never to be seen i have seen what happened to them maybe they got the shock of their life or something i don't know but that's not how initiation actually works the main thing is our our willingness to serve don't expect some lightning and thunder and you know suddenly some you know, some those special effects in the movies that you see the, all the wind is you know all the bells are ringing in the temple ting 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 and then all the wind is blowing and you know no nothing like, nothing like that is going to happen but it only formalizes the vow and it is important i'm not saying it is it's, 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 it does not have any significance at all it has but we should not equate such significance to some you know material miracle uh that kind of things like you know what sai baba and all this this kind of people is god men they 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 try to you know show some miracles you know we, we should not expect that kind of thing that's what i'm saying so it is actually the most miraculous thing that happens because ei brahmanda brahmite kono bhagyavan je guru krishna prasad ko pai bhakti lata bich that's the most miraculous thing because we are being saved from another trillions and trillions of births so we should acknowledge that that real importance of initiation and not be carried away by what is what you will feel after initiation eh? something you will feel you know electric shock in your body that, that kind of thing won't happen but the real thing will happen which is saving us from the cycle of birth and death again provided we follow everything properly oh virendra prabhu is saying he is memorized the 12th chapter only okay good 
Yeah, good. I mean, we should memorize all the shlokas. That is, that is exactly why we did the shloka memorization course. Just that it shouldn't get into our head that, you know, um, <laughs> we can become a big, big pandit now. Um, that should not happen. We should be always be in service of that, you know. So, spread this to others. You know, how, oh, how nice these meanings are. This should be broadcasted. You know, help others also learn shlokas. You know, something like that. And always use it in the service of Krishna and never become... Consider them as blessings of Krishna rather than achievements of ourselves, you know. Then it is it is much better. <clears throat> uh, next question by Gaurav Gaura Prabhu. Bhakta Gaurav Gaura. There is a debatable topic if we Jiva have come from spiritual world or from Mahatattva, from Mahavishnu, can you throw some light? Well, wherever we came from, we are in the wrong place. We need to go in the right place. And we should take the right path, supatha, go back to Godhead. <laughs> of course, you know, we, we actually the soul can come from the Brahma Jyoti, from the Mahatattva, you know, from the previous dissolution, still just waiting and then for this creation to take place. You know, it can come from both ways. But the main thing is, both places are wrong places. We need to go to the right place, which is Vaikuntha, the kingdom of God and serve him there. And that's what we should be most concerned with. No point, you know, suppose I have contracted a disease, I have gotten some virus now. Instead of debating, no, 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 I got this virus there, I got the virus, no, 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 maybe that place is where I got the virus, maybe, you know, that man, was when I was passing by, you know, that man sneezed, I remember some, no, no, I think this, no point. The virus is there, get it out. So, similarly, whatever was the, you know, reason we came here, we just need to get out of here. Next, uh, question of... Um, Bhakta Virendra, can we get Ritvik initiation without attending temple and doing bhakti from home such as chanting 16 rounds? We have The process is one has to be recommended by temple president. So one has to work in close cooperation with temple president. If, if there is no temple around in your city, keep in contact with devotees, nearby devotees and you know do whatever service you can even online or now especially now our Ritvik system, our Ritvik movement is so thin and spread out, you know, many places devotees are there hanging for facilities but they don't have the facility of, of a temple and all that. So at this point we can build up our association in the WhatsApp groups and you know in, in the close association and the classes like this, why we are doing is because of that. So you can still take advantage of all these things and try to engage in service also. Hearing is one thing, good, but then engage in active service, okay, what can I do now, anything I can do from here from distance, what service I can do, uh, engage yourself, ask the devotees, they will give you something, there are actually always, always so, so much service, you come forward and you know, you will be, you will be, you know, getting opportunity for all that service, so engage yourself, become more active with devotees and cooperate with the devotees, that should be the, you know, that should be the mood, wow, we are getting so late today, yeah, if, if one is sufficiently satisfied, if the authorities are sufficiently satisfied, then why not? You know, initiation is open for everyone, but we have to work in cooperation with the authorities. Prabhupada also, he did not just like devotees coming up to him to asking for initiation. He always asked, who is your authority? Where is your temple president? Where is his recommendation? He wanted all these things. He wanted the procedure. So, if we accept Prabhupada, we should accept also those devotees who are sincerely following him. And we should work under their direction. Dasanu, dasanu, das. We should always be like that. And that attitude will save us. Alright, you know what? It's really getting late. And I thank you all for 
being so patient and sitting for three and a half hours. I don't know how you did that. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for actually all the contributions that came in since yesterday. You've already raised about $2,000 already. And you are so wonderful. You have contributed for that <laughs> new laptop that we're going to get. And hopefully we can serve you in much better way with that. And um, so the whole laptop costs about $5,000. Yeah, you may say why so expensive. Yeah, it's actually quite a high power laptop and it's very uh, and uh, durable laptop. Like even this, even my laptop was actually flimsy. It's not actually meant for this kind of heavy jobs, but it still lasted five years. And it can still last. The, the laptop is still good. It's not like completely you know done. It is just that the live streaming cannot be done and video editing, these kind of heavy jobs can't be done on that laptop anymore, but it's still otherwise it works just fine. So this more powerful laptop will, will even be more durable and also more capable and of handling all these things. Now that I'm using this laptop, this laptop is Sundugopal Prabhu's laptop. It is the same as mine, and, but because it was not used as much as mine, therefore it is still running, but it is actually, I don't know if you can hear it, the fan is on full blast. So it actually is not good for the laptop. So hopefully we can quickly get the whole thing and then we will get and and I really thank all of you for all the contributions for that new laptop and soon enough we should have one. Thank you very much. And if you want to help and you know, are contributing whatever little bit, we're not asking whatever you can, you know, you can uh, join our chat group which that we have. Maybe we can post a link there in the comments. And um, you can join that and if you haven't yet contributed and if you want to contribute even as any small I know many of you are already contributing in various ways to the temple and a lot of contributions actually so uh, we're almost I mean we are of course very much thankful for that um, if you can or and if those who have not never contributed or something if they want to contribute something whatever it is it's all voluntary basis so if you if you want to help you can help yeah so I think here is a chat link yeah, there you go. There's a chat link. It's in the comments, and you can access that. We will. Uh, it is available there, and then you can join the chat group, and we will give you the how to actually go about doing the donation, and and that'll be done. Thank you very much. And tomorrow we will start with something else, maybe nectar of devotion. I'm thinking. Let's see what comes out. Thank you very much. Sri Shopanishad ki jai, Shri Prabhupad ki jai, Anantakodi Vaishnavrind ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premanande, Hari Hari Bol, Hare Krishna.